Hello world, my name is Darcy. And I'm Olivia. And this is Fearfully and Wonderfully. Okay, well, hello. My name is Darcy, and I am a journalism major, and I actually just finished my freshman year of college. Yep, and I'm Olivia. I am a psychology major, and I also just finished my first year of college. And we're just going to ask each other some questions so you guys can get to know us a little more. And since we are quirky little teens, we have kind of unusual questions, so get excited. <laughs> All right, and because even though we both just graduated, I'm 19, making me the elder of uh, in this pair, <laughs> so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take... Like I was telling Darcy earlier, I'm going to take the team on my back here and start you off with the first question. So You do it. What has been your favorite thing about the quarantine and your least favorite thing about the quarantine? Well, there is multiple answers for both, but we'll start with, we'll start with my favorite. So something I have enjoyed about this time in quarantine is getting to spend a lot of time with my family. Um, we play the game Rook a lot. I don't know if that's, if everybody's yeah. familiar with the game of Rook, but it's really fun. We play that all the time, and sometimes we have campfires um, in our backyard, so that's probably my favorite part. And also, like, just being able to take a step back from the busyness of life. Both Olivia and I keep really busy usually and so this is just like a break from life to like just look at myself and see all the things that I keep busy with and I don't know just all of that and I would say that my least favorite okay well I'm a super bad texter like I will admit this to anyone like I probably have like the driest text ever like, I just cannot text people. I'm just such, like, I love spending time with people. My love language is quality time. So I want to, like, see people and hug people and be with them. But, like, texting, I'm just, like, it's not it. Like, every time I go to text someone, I get this, like, weird, like, anxious thing. And, like, I can't explain why. It's, like, I call it my phone anxiety. But, like, <laughs> it's really weird. And so, yeah, that's probably my least favorite is that, like, that's, the way to connect with people and I'm really bad at it so yes <laughs> what about you Olivia um well before we get to me I would just like to say that the the your least favorite thing not being able to text seems more like a generational problem that you're gonna struggle with for the rest of your life <laughs> so that's like, I know I think about it and I'm like you know this is sad because this is the way the world's going and you know <laughs> It's not yeah, just quarantine, day. it's kind of life, but, you know, oh well. <laughs> one day when we have holograms and stuff, you'll be set for life. I hope we live that There long. we go. That's yeah, Star life. Wars. They have the <laughs> holograms. <laughs> but um, my favorite and least favorite thing, I am pretty much the opposite of you in that like, <laughs> if someone wants to text me, all the power to them better for me than having, like, a face not better than having a face-to-face -face, not that I don't like talking to people <laughs> but just you know for me I feel like texting is where I thrive in a way uh-huh 
that's not to say that that's my favorite thing about the quarantine. I yeah. Afterwards, knew like it's been nice to just stay home. I've probably seen my family now like more than ever before in my life, which is kind of cool. <laughs> that's insane. Um, trying to think, what's my least favorite thing about it? My least favorite thing currently, it's uh whatever. It's like a hundred degree day today, and my house doesn't have AC. Oof. So, usually, I escape that by like going to the library or going like down to school or something. But that yeah. is not a possibility right now. So that's probably my least favorite thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, my turn to ask a question. So, Olivia, I want to know who is your personal icon. <laughs> <laughs> okay so we we looked at these questions er, uh, earlier in the day just to kind of have like an idea what it is and i i saw icon and i was like what does that even mean like is that like someone you like kind of look up to so i looked it up and the thing that came up is like a visual representation or like a symbolic um like picture and the first thing was like the saints wow um, definitely didn't definitely did not mean it like that but you know <laughs> But I, I, I like, I know what you're talking about. The next definition is talking about, like, you know, whatever a person or, like, that you look up to sort of thing. So <laughs> Yes. It could be someone that you know. It could be someone who's fictional. It could be, you know, a famous person, whoever. Yeah, so I was thinking about this. This probably, for me, is something that changes every week because I really am someone who enjoys watching sermons or, like, motivational talks by people. And yeah. So I'll go through through times where it's like, oh my goodness, this person is just the greatest person that's ever lived, and I want to be just like them. <laughs> and at the moment, that person is Brooke Belligerentwood, and I don't know how to say her last name, but it's spelled L-I-G-E-R-T and then Wood, and she's one of the singers for Hillsong Worship, and I've just been listening to a lot of her interviews, and she's given a couple, like, sermon-type things, and I love that woman. She's the greatest. <laughs> that's awesome yeah i i do not know them individually but yes they put out great music so i believe it <laughs> i'll need to check her I, out highly recommend she's the best all right so i'll move on to our next question for you okay i'm trying to, i'm trying to look through and see like what what i really want to want to know about you <laughs> this one's a little more lighthearted. maybe would you rather be the villain of a disney movie or famous on a social media site. Okay, I saw this one, and without question, like, it didn't even take me a second to, like, pick one. I was, like, villain of a Disney movie, like, 100%. <laughs> so, like, something about me is that when I was younger, well, like, junior high younger, which, I mean, it's not that younger, but, you know, um, when we, my class, we would always put make these, like, movies. You remember those, Olivia? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> We would make these movies, and I would always want to be the villain, the bad guy, because it was just, like, so much fun, which is, like, I don't know what that says about me, but, like, <laughs> it's just, like, fun to play the bad guy. So, like, in a Disney movie, you know, I would just, I would just love that. It's fun. But, like, you know, obviously in a Disney movie, you not, like, have to, you don't have to face the consequences. Well, I mean, I don't know. We're not going to get too, like, metaphorical here. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody should know that in junior high, when you were playing the villain, you were probably not even, like, five feet tall. But you had like, <laughs> this, like, perfect evil face that you would make and an evil laugh. And it was just, like, looking back, it's adorable, but also, like, you genuinely seemed, like, 
get out of my way, like, kind of scary type of things. <laughs> yeah. I very much enjoy rewatching those until I see myself, and then once I'm, like, on the film, I skip ahead. So, yeah, I mean, I see those faces that I made, and I'm like, why, Darcy, why? You were so over the top, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to ask you a question now. Okay, I, so Olivia was homeschooled. Um, how long were you homeschooled exactly for? So that's kind of a, it's kind of a weird journey that I was on. So I was quote unquote homeschooled for kindergarten and first grade. But I mean, what do you even really learn in kindergarten? <laughs> so <laughs> I, I really didn't go to kindergarten, but I did do first grade. So that's like one year first grade. And then second and third grade, I went to a public school because my mom went back to get a, her master's degree. And then after that, third through sixth grade, I was homeschooled again. So how many years is that? Third, fourth, fifth, sixth. That's like five years I was homeschooled. Okay. Um, so I just wanted to ask about those years. So homeschooling has a um, certain stereotype with it. <laughs> so I want you to break this down for me and tell me how much is true what your experience was just the down and dirty of homeschooling. Yeah, definitely. Uh, is there anything specific you wanted to know? Well, like, did you see a lot of people when you were homeschooling? <laughs> okay, <laughs> Which could be, like, a really ignorant question, so I'm I'm sorry if I'm, like, offending anyone. <laughs> no worries. I think that's, like, probably, that's what I assumed you wanted to know about, because that's what most people, I think, when they've heard that I was homeschooled would say, is, like, well, do you even have any friends? But, I mean, <laughs> That's just totally, it's not even a thing that when you're homeschooled, it's not like you're sitting at home, you're like, wow, I don't know anyone. Because for me, I went to things that my family called co-ops, and that's basically like a ton of people in the area around where you live, a ton of homeschooled people come and take classes together. So like, for example, my mom never wanted to teach math or science, really, so she would take us to the co-op, and another mom that liked to do math and science we would take a class from then from from them uh, in whatever subject that was, and then vice versa. My mom would teach music classes, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so through those, there's probably like a hundred students there. So you meet a ton of people. I went to two a week, oh, wow. so that's like a pretty big pool of people that I'm getting to see. And then I played sports. Darcy and I were in the same sports league. That's technically how we met. Kind of exciting. <laughs> like church and stuff so it's not like you're like you definitely see more people as a homeschooled student than during the quarantine we're in now I'll put it that way oh wow okay also Olivia this is your opportunity to brag about um who you met in homeschool <laughs> <laughs> if you want to just drop the name you know <laughs> so when I was homeschooled at that same co-op that I was talking about um Julie Eilish and her brother Phineas went to it, so that is kind of exciting, but to say that we, like, met and talked all the time would be a lie, like, I saw her around frequently, but I was not, like, friends with her by any means. We were definitely running in different crowds, so. <laughs> I just had to get that in. <laughs> you know, that could, be our, that could be our claim to fame here on this podcast. There we go. There we go. I almost <laughs> knew Billie Eilish. Was there anything else you wanted to know about my homeschooling experience? I don't know. I think we'll find out. We'll find out more as we go along. 
Yeah, I do love to talk about myself, so I'm sure it will come up. Let's <laughs> see. Okay, here's one that's kind of in between being a deep one and an easy one. Would you rather be the big fish in a little pond or just like a normal size fish slash small fish in a big pond? Okay, so I saw this question and it reminded me of a question that my parents asked me the other day. Um, they said, would you rather be the best person on a really bad sports team or the worst <laughs> person on a really good sports team? And I was, like, the best person on a really bad sports team, no <laughs> doubt. And so <laughs> this question kind of reminded me of that. <laughs> and I was, like, but, like, it really still, I wasn't quite sure because, like, I do get bored of things after a while. So maybe in a little pond, I don't know, I would get bored. So, basically, I'm a diva, and I like to be the best, but I also like adventures, so that's my dilemma. (laughs) I think that's funny, because in that, that kind of shows areas that were opposite, because for me, I would much rather be, like, a bench warmer (laughs) on a great team, and then win it. Yes, I knew, I knew that you would, I knew that you would, and that's definitely how we are different. (laughs) I just think that's funny. Anyways, what you got for us? Okay. So, I wanted to ask you what you like and what you don't like about the college life. Okay, yeah, I remember reading this one. So, this is interesting because both Darcy and I actually commute, so we don't necessarily have what most people would consider, like, the college experience where you're living there and, you know, making friends, going to parties, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) And honestly, for me, that's... It's kind of hard, not because I miss out on parties. That is something that Darcy knows, like, socially awkward me would not thrive in that situation. (laughs) But it is definitely something that I dislike is just not being really plugged into the community of people, I guess, that's at our college. We go to a pretty small Christian college that, you know, community is a big deal there. And I think the more that you're able to engage with that community, the better your experience will be at the college. So that's probably, like the hardest part but yeah I would say that is that is also the same thing for me like commuting it it's nice because I've seen a lot of like a lot of the friends I've made who dorm there they like really miss their families a lot so that aspect is nice I'm always with my family but it's just hard to I don't know there's just a lot of people making really good friends and I'm just kind of have the same friends which isn't necessarily a bad thing you know I feel like I've really grown my old friendships but yeah it's just I don't know it's weird (laughs) anyways go on it's kind of a an interesting mix but I guess the thing the things that I like the most about college are that this is kind of a weird thing but in our high school we didn't because Darcy and I that's another thing we also went to high school together we're just learning all sorts of things about Darcy and I but (laughs) we didn't really get to pick like the classes we took There were some things, like, you could choose to take AP versus regular classes, but there wasn't, because it was a small school, so there wasn't a ton of options. It wasn't like you were building a schedule, and this is maybe one of the most nerdy things I'll say on this, but I really enjoy looking at all the classes that I have to take and, like, making it fit into a nice schedule. Oh, Olivia. (laughs) Oh, Olivia, no. (laughs) I knew how you would respond, but, like, I really, I literally, 
as a reward for studying, I would let myself start making my next semester schedule, <laughs> which oh is my. like kind of embarrassing to admit, but I really <laughs> enjoy that aspect of it. And of course, I enjoy having more opportunities to take fun classes. So I guess that's kind of the, the coolest thing about college. And then also being exposed to just different worldviews and different perspectives on the things that I find important. I think that's what I would say. Yes, definitely. Same for me. And I would okay. hear your your dislikes and likes of college. Well, I mean, they're pretty similar. I really like the how we go to a small Christian college, so I really like the atmosphere there. Um, I I really like going to chapels because we have to go to chapels three mm-hmm. times a week, which for a lot of people is not fun, I know, <laughs> but I do enjoy going to them, and it's made me really start to love worship music more, actually, mm-hmm. and I really connected with that. Something that I do not like about attending, this is not really about college, this is more just for a small college, is that my major journalism is super small at this college, and so my class options are not good. (laughs) Like, I search up a class, and there's one class, one time, one day, and it's like, oh, okay, so I have to work my whole schedule around this class, but... Yeah, I mean, it's the price you have to pay for going to a small school, which I do like. So, yeah, that's kind of specific to our school <laughs> more, but, yeah. That is a bummer. You know, you don't get to experience the joy of just making a schedule. What a joy it is. <laughs> All right. I think it's, I believe it's technically my turn to ask you a question, right? Yes. Ooh, this is one that I like. Um, if if you could be any of the apostles, or if, if you think of yourself, who would you think, or who are you most like out of the apostles? Okay, so I was thinking about this, and I thought of John, not that, okay, I'm basically just going to be saying which apostles I like, okay. um, <laughs> because for some reason, ever since I was little, I've really liked John, and like, really been like, John is better than Peter, like, oh, which is, okay. which Peter is, Peter is quaking in heaven, I know, but, um, yeah, but, <laughs> I know, I know, I don't know if we want to go into this territory, but just something about how John writes is, like, his writing is so beautiful and thought out, and, of course, we've all heard the passage, well, some a lot of people have heard the passage where John wrote that he beat Peter to the tomb, and I just am like, yes, he has humor, just so good. I love it. You know what? <laughs> you mentioning that passage is like so you. That is so dark. I know. <laughs> I know. Like I saw that, and I was like, yes, we love a man with humor. <laughs> I also, I also thought of like Mary and Martha, and. Okay, this is, like, a hard one for me, because a lot of times when I hear the story of Mary and Martha, I'm like, but, like, Martha, she was working hard, and it's yeah. it's hard for me to accept that, you know, sometimes working hard, doing all the things you're supposed to do, you know, supposed to do with quotes, is not what God wants, so I look at them, and I'm like, oh, I want to be like 
Martha, but but in reality, I should want to be like Mary, right? But just being a part of that family would be cool because I don't know. They seem they were really tight with Jesus, so yeah, yeah. Those are the apostles that I like. <laughs> hey, all good answers. Okay, so oh, okay. I need to ask you this question. Like, it needs to happen. Because I have been wondering, okay, Olivia likes to joke about things, and none of our friends know if she's being serious or not. Like, for example, she she always says, like, oh, I'm going to be a nun, and I'm going to own a farm in North Dakota, and all of us are like, ha-ha, but we don't know if she's being serious or not. And so this is one of those things. Olivia, are you serious about getting a hairless cat? Because we need to talk if you are. Darcy, I cannot believe you question my my genuine desire to have a hairless cat. Yes, absolutely. I'm act, and I know I sound sarcastic, but I always sound sarcastic. So, like, yes, I really do plan, or I wouldn't say plan because they're super expensive. But I hope that one day God blesses me with a hairless cat. I just like I'm 100% serious about that. Oh my, I have no words. And the like, best part about this is that Darcy promised me my cat could be the ring bearer at her wedding one day. No, no, that's not true. Okay, I said that as a joke, and I said if if there's no l- cute little boy that we have, so yeah. But okay, so everyone's gonna know. I did not realize that. I did not realize that hairless cats were expensive. That. They're a hot commodity. I mean, you should know, because look at them. Not only are they majestic, but if you find the right one at the right angle, they can be kind of cute, so. Okay, man. (laughs) Because I don't think that question would be applicable to you. I'm going to head over to mine. I thought this one was kind of a good question. So, would you rather own an old box TV... Or have to ask your parents' permission before choosing a movie, TV show, YouTube video, etc. Okay, this question I definitely crossed out because I just didn't want to answer. <laughs> sometimes sometimes when I see this or that questions, I'm like, nope, I, I can't choose. I, I just can't. <laughs> um, yeah, I was thinking, because I'm too deep of a thinker. That's what it is. So I was like, okay, if you have an old box TV, then does that mean you can't? watch like netflix on it and you can't watch i don't know youtube you can't watch disney plus all these things so so there's ass- that let's assume that this box tv is like super high tech but it still has the oh. quality and form factor of an old box tv okay so the only thing that's different about it is that it's small and it's a box <laughs> yes well then <laughs> okay well it's not that what I watch wouldn't meet my parents' permission. Mm-hmm. It's just, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's just that, I don't know. My parents are pretty strict, so I would probably say a box TV. <laughs> All right, now we know. You would rather have the sneaky than the uh, <laughs> sleek new TV. <laughs> I mean, as sneaky as it would get would be, like, me watching The Office. Which, you know, I mean, because about it, though. let's be real. Yeah, definitely. Okay, <laughs> I need to ask you a question. So, okay, well, this one is kind of a two-parter. 
I wanted to know what you wanted to be as a child, like what you wanted to grow, what you wanted to be when you grew up. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to be a nurse, which I look at that and I'm like, now that just is so funny because literally someone was explaining to me like the process of giving blood and I almost passed out. <laughs> um, anyway, so I wanted to know what you wanted to be. And then like as a part B, I wanted to know if this younger you would be surprised at who you are, what you're doing, all that jazz. Yeah, so I think this is going to be pretty surprising for you. Um, When I was really young, I'm talking like six and below, and I don't have many memories from that time because my memory is pretty bad, but I vividly remember that all I wanted to do is be a rock star that plays guitar. I didn't want to sing. I just wanted to play the guitar. That's so which, cute. I love that. Like, as I think about that, I'm so not a very like outgoing, kind of like performance type person. I'm much more comfortable at home reading a book. So <laughs> looking at that back then and knowing that's who I was as a child, if they saw me now, I think their first thought would be, what happened? And... Um, <laughs> And then after that, I mean, I was not really a deep thinking child, so it'd probably just be like, you know, it's whatever. I probably wasn't thinking that much back then. <laughs> okay. But I want to know. I want to know what you did as a what, what. Well, you said you wanted to be a nurse, but I want to know. Okay. Well, there were many things. I okay. Well, I also wanted to be an artist. I just have to point that out, which oh. is another just like funny thing. I was a dreamer because like I can. <laughs> I mean, I can draw a mean stick figure now, but, like, you know, that's it. with modern art, that could be There you go. I'll just draw a circle and a squiggly line. There we go. Um, But would would younger me be surprised at who I am today? Well, in some aspects, I would say probably not because (laughs) I'm – I'm kind of staying, I'm still living at home with my family when I'm in college. I kind of did the predictable thing and stayed with my, you know, Christian environment. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think there would be things that, you know, would surprise younger me. Um, For instance, I, well, okay, when I was younger... Well, I still am. I'm okay. What I'm what I'm known for is my sass. Everybody everybody knows it. Everybody tells me. That's what I'm known for. It's my sass. And when I was younger, it just it was a really really bad thing. It was I was seen as like a super brat and stuff in elementary school and middle school too. Um as I've grown up like there was a period in like high school where I was like, I just like hate, I hate it. Like I hate how people say I'm sassy and like, I just hate this about myself. Um, But something I've learned in the past year, I would say is that, um, you know, God made all of us, you know, special for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And I remember one time I was talking to, to um, an older, an older lady who I really respect and, I was talking to her about a problem that I was dealing with. And she was like, you know, Darcy, you're not someone who just sits by and lets lets that happen. And I was like, you know what? 
she's right. I'm very opinionated. I'm, I, I say things very <laughs> that I don't necessarily mean or that I don't want to say out loud, but it also could be a strength. So I'm still learning to um, use it in, in that way, but I think I would be surprised that I have learned to accept that about myself. That's pretty that cool. was very I, deep. <laughs> that, no, I was gonna say you've really been preaching it. First with the, what was it? What was the other one on? Man, oh, with the with the Martha and the Mary thing. Man, I feel so blessed at this moment. Just like I've been having <laughs> knowledge poured over me. What were we okay. talking about? I don't even remember. <laughs> well, okay. I think I asked you the question about would you be surprised, but I talked a lot there, so I want to ask you another question. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Okay. What? Oh, this one is kind of funny. How much would someone have to pay you to eat a spider? Because like, okay, oh, wait, I have to story time real quick. My cousin, um, my, my boy cousin, he's a lot older than me. Him and a friend were on Fear Factor and they won actually. And in the what? second round, they had to eat, they had to eat like cockroaches and stuff. Ugh. And like, I, I am so like, typical like spiders no so so i'm wondering how much would someone have to pay you to eat a spider yeah okay so i really thought this one through okay because i feel like there's differing degrees of grossness right the grossest right. being like a large still alive spider and the least gross being like you know whatever a small one that's been dried and you just kind of like crunch swallow type thing hmm for the lot for the live one, that would be in my mind the grossest. I'm thinking at least a thousand dollars, which maybe is not that high for some people, but like I could use a thousand dollars, so I'd do that. Hey, for a college kid, that's that's a large chunk of change. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like that's a bit, you know, like some people like I don't know, would you would you say never? Is that would that be your answer? What would your answer be? I don't know. I mean no, I, I feel like I would, but I just Ah, uh, it's hard. It would have to be small, like real small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't know. I think I think if it was like small and dried up, I you know fifty bucks, I'd do that. That's still, you know, I could use that. I could use yeah. Easily, someone donate to my cause. <laughs> Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I feel like because we've already gone deep, maybe I'll just ask a maybe a lighter one. Oh, favorite book in the Bible. Okay, this one, I wasn't really sure. I I do, I, th- I immediately thought of all of the Gospels because, you know, I love, I love Jesus, man. Uh, <laughs> Blame you for it. <laughs> love that man, Jesus. Um, and I decided on, I decided on, what did I say? Matthew. I decided on Matthew. Mm-hmm. Um, because it starts from his birth, and it goes all the way, and I don't know, it just, I just love reading about Jesus, because I just, I don't know, lately the Bible has just been seeming so real, I've been picturing them as real people, and I don't know, it's just really cool to think about him as an actual person, and getting to see him with, I don't know, his, his followers, so, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's what I say. What about you? You know, I was thinking about this because I was I, I had an inkling you might ask me. Um, 
I also, like you, I love the Gospels, but, but since you just spoke about the Gospels, I also <laughs> love the Pentateuch. I think that's how you say it, which is like the first five books of the Bible, Genesis through, I think that's Deuteronomy. Yeah, it would be the Yeah, one. it's five. And, yeah. man, I don't know. There's just something, and I know, obviously, that's five books, but just, like, as one cohesive story, there's something that's just really not, I don't know, kind of poetic, kind of just beautiful about how, you know, he gives you the story of, like, the Israelites, and then that sets up the rest of the Bible for when Jesus comes. You know, Darcy knows I love bookends, and it's just, it's such a perfect beginning to the story of the Bible that is now, you know, it continues in the Gospels, it continues throughout the New Testament, and then now it still continues today. And so, I don't know, the Bible as a whole, that would be my answer, I think. There we go. <laughs> safe answer (laughs) yeah i think that um as kids you know we we hear all these stories and we kind of see them at face value but when you're older and you read the books it's you really see it a new way as like one cohesive story so if you are older like in high school or college um do definitely reread those first books of the bible Mm -hmm. because you definitely notice a lot of things that maybe you haven't noticed before that no one has even told you in Sunday school or whatever. So yeah, there's a lot of old stuff. So 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yeah. I mean, and I've, yeah, just like Darcy was saying when she was talking about the gospels, like sometimes you're reading the Bible and you're just reading it and it's like any other book. But when you really like invite God into that experience, like things just kind of come alive and it's just magical. It's just magical. But anyway. <laughs> okay. I will shoot you a question. Um, <laughs> Okay, so, okay, this is about TV shows. I wanted to know, if you could only watch one TV show for the rest of your life, what would it be? And I also just want to know what your top TV shows are, because, you know, we're in quarantine, we need suggestions. before I get into what I would watch the rest of my life, I'll just talk about, like, some top TV shows. I've been re-watching The Office. What a delight that is. So good. And Rec. You know, they're both good. They have some scenes that I definitely just skip over because they're a little crass and I say that you know that's kind of a light way of putting it maybe but yeah (laughs) my mom and I have been rewatching like 90s sitcoms together so like we've been watching one called Will and Grace it's about two best friends one is like a fashion designer and the other is a lawyer it's kind of interesting we've been rewatching okay sign oh my I feel so embarrassed I can't pronounce it Seinfeld Seinfeld Seinfeld? Is it Seinfeld? I don't know. (laughs) So those are like what I've been watching. And yeah, the reason I've been putting off what I would watch the rest of my life is because it's probably even nerdier than my uh, scheduling comment that I made earlier. So (laughs) Olivia, I I expect the nerdiness from you. So it's okay. But I put National Geographic, which I don't even know if that's it. Oh no. But I think it is. (laughs) It might be. I mean, there, yeah, there are, there are, like, TV shows, I don't know, like, you could watch, like, yeah, The Planet Earth, Earth or whatever. That's the one I was thinking of, I think. Here's my reasoning behind it, okay, because I understand okay, this better be good. sound like a good thing, right? But if I were to choose that, it's going to go on forever. I'm going to have new material coming for the rest of my life. As a that person, is true. Like, that is true. Michael Scott would get annoying kind of quick, you know what I mean? With National Geographic, number one, like I was saying, you get it on forever and ever. 
and what do old people love? They love National Geographic, and I'm going to be old one day. So I'm really, like, putting off my my present pleasure for the future. That's how I see it, you know, so I can be old and enjoy my TV. We think things through, way like, too way much. too deeply. Way too much. <laughs> way, way too much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. For this, I woke up this morning. I prayed about it. I was like, God, answer these questions with me, which is not a bad thing, but it's like, these really are not questions that maybe require that much thought and prayer. <laughs> you know, everything requires prayer. That is also true. Okay. Is it, how, how much, how many more do we want to do here? Um, okay, well, we're at 38 minutes, so, I don't know, I think one more each. Hmm, I have two that I'm kind of debating between. Okay, I'm gonna go with this one. You talked earlier about how you've been reading the Bible and it's, like, becoming more alive to you. So, right now, currently during this quarantine, what is the best outlet for you to grow closer to God? Meaning, like, what is making you feel close to him crossing to worship music reading the bible praying etc yeah um well i wouldn't say that this is specific to the quarantine times but one of the biggest is as i mentioned earlier kind of is i've been getting more into worship music um this year i i have a playlist called sunday morning but um don't worry it's it's not just for sunday morning (laughs) I know it sounds bad, <laughs> but it's just basically a bunch of worship music, and I really, I really enjoy that. And um, another way I would say is prayer, but my way of praying is, I don't know if it's super unusual, but I always, when I pray by myself, will talk out loud. Like, I just always do it because, <laughs> I don't know, it, it just, like, it really feels more like a conversation and it helps it helps you not fall asleep if you're doing it at night <laughs> and yeah i don't know that like that would be like a really big tip i would say to anyone who's struggling feeling that their prayer isn't is like a one way kind of thing like saying it out loud really makes it feel more like a relationship a conversation so yeah that's what i would say um what about you for me personally, I also love listening to worship music, but I don't know if that's something that I do. Obviously, it will bring me closer to God because it's, you know, thinking about how much prayer and stuff goes into the writing of those songs. Like, it's going to have an effect on every person that listens to it, I think. And then also, recently, I've been reading the Bible, but not as much, like, reading through I used to read the Bible like oh I'm gonna read this chapter today that chapter tomorrow more like a checklist type of thing like okay I'm gonna get through the book of John in whatever two weeks or a week or something but I've been like reading through Psalms and reading through some of the the writings of the prophets and just kind of taking it more verse by verse and this is actually something we learned in a class together this semester where it's like you read a verse and then you just kind of lift it up to God like if you're reading psalms 23 and it starts like the lord is my shepherd i shall not want and you just like pause and think on that verse and like lord am i letting you be my shepherd am i wanting other things that i shouldn't want and if that is the case if you're not letting him then you lift it up and say lord be my shepherd you know stuff like that so that's kind of been what i've been into lately okay well i think we should end it off with one more question and i just 
I wanted to hear about your your go-to song, okay? And then what's a song that you just like hate? So I need I need a good and a bad. Currently, I have two go-to songs, which is maybe more than you wanted, but the first one is There's a Cloud by Elevation Worship. And I love it. It talks about how like the season might be dry right now, but like the cloud is coming, the water is coming, like the drought is ending. And it's kind of like talking about revival. And then on a very similar note, there's one called Come Alive by Hillsong Worship. And I really only listen to this song for one lyric. And the lyric says, feel the change in the air for the ground is dry, but the clouds are overhead. Which is also kind of like, you know, you might be in a dry season, but the water is coming. Like God's going to provide for you. It's coming soon. Oh, so those are my go-to, and I've, the, I've kind of been spoiled because I've had Spotify Premium for, like, coming on four, four years now, so I don't really listen to any music that I don't like, if that makes sense. Like, I don't really listen to the radio anymore, <laughs> so I'm not exposed to things that I'm not interested in, but I definitely have genre. Okay, like, well. I don't listen to rap, and I don't listen to country. Sorry, Darcy. Oh, my. Okay, well, let me just tell the people. So... <laughs> My, well, my favorite song right now, okay, well, I, one of my favorite times of day is actually at night when I am getting unready, I put on some music that just makes me happy and makes me want to dance, and my favorite, favorite song is Treasure by Bruno Mars, and then also anything by, anything by One Direction, like, that just gets me going, let me tell you, but also I love country love songs, it's just, it's a good time, but I wanted to tell you there's one song that I like. Okay. I I hate it so much, and I don't really, I don't really know why. Well, I guess I kind of know why, but it's it's the song like Canon, you know, like the violin oh, one, yeah. just like Canon in D or whatever. Yeah, I just I I can't stand it because it just like goes on and on, and it's like that tune is like everywhere. You can't get away from it. It's I could go I on and on, but for <laughs> and I would not have pinned you for a treasure lover, but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> there it was. We we got no, through it. I feel like I know I so much say, more about you now, even though we've known each other for so long. <laughs> almost seven years now, but you know, stuff has just come out of this that who would have known. <laughs> I was just gonna say, so if anyone anyone <laughs> is listening, which you know, I don't know. If anyone is listening, go ask your friend a strange question because, you know, you don't know as much as you think you do. <laughs> well, anyways, um, all right. I guess that's you know what <laughs> podcast one down. It's gotta get easier than this, right? Definitely. That's all we have for you guys today. We just want to, as we're leaving this time together, we just want to remind you that every single one of you who is listening uh, have been fearfully and wonderfully made. Bye. Bye. Bye.